Just a quick heads up before this episode begins, there are portions in the audio that will cut out occasionally, so please be mindful of that while you're listening. Thanks so much. Hey. Hi there. How's it going? Are we recording? We are recording. How are you? I am good. You? Uh, Pretty good. You are a busy I am. I know. Today's been crazy. I didn't know this was happening till now. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> but um welcome to episode one likes coffee, one likes cola. I'm your co-host, Shada Abarawi, and with me is your other co-host, Rebecca Avalele. Wanna introduce this week's topic? Yeah. So this week we just thought that we would talk about um, racism and things that we've been seeing around the world and I guess what it's like to be the token person of color in- yeah uh, so we hope you enjoy hi there hey okay so um, it's been uh, two weeks since we last recorded an episode and um there's been a lot of worldly changes a lot of a lot in the world. um uh, a big one being uh biden winning i know which i just want to say was totally i know in the last episode both shayna and i called trump was gonna win the election but yeah. i hope uh we didn't film this part but as soon as we got off the call and leading up to the election shayna was <laughs> she was like Biden has to win. Biden's going to win. I'm calling it. Biden's going <laughs> yeah. to win. She proclaimed that Biden was going to win. Yep. So yep. I guess I... your 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 um my conviction was right. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. I don't know what it was. I think it was just like there was this. It was. It was weird. There was. I was cynical at first, but then there was just like there was some like I don't know what it was, but something. I was just like, huh. I was kind of hopeful. And and then uh, and then it turned out to be uh, true, what I guessed. But Biden winning doesn't necessarily mean everything's over. So, yeah. so um, and I just heard that uh, Trump fired like the the de- the Department of um, Homeland Security official. Um, no who, way. Who like because uh, he they publicly like rejected his claims of like voter fraud or something yeah oh oh man it's it's a mess honestly it's such a it's such a messy election but um but hopefully i don't know hopefully hopefully we we, we'll see some changes and yeah but yeah anyways on to this week's episode yeah (laughs) on to something more fun racism Uh, (laughs) what i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but um yeah, I mean, it's obviously something that we both have experienced. Yeah. Uh, but what is your, like, what, if you can remember, what is your first experience? Are you like, wow, other people actually, like, see me as being different? Because you grew up in Dubai or where yeah. every, where there's so many different types of people there. So it's like being different was the normal, right? I know. And I didn't realize how different I, like, I didn't realize how people had, like cultures and your traditions Mm -hmm. were such a big thing until I moved here because um well um I came here as an immigrant like um 
2015, like in grade eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess you could say like my first experience, like it wasn't really a bad experience. Like it wasn't directed at me. Um, but it was like the first time I realized like, yeah, I am different. Like they see me as lower than them here, you know, mm-hmm. I hated that feeling, Shayna. Yeah. And it was like, I was, we were in homeroom. I was sitting at my desk doing my work and these two, uh, popular you know fratty douchey um, (laughs) boys were sitting on beanbags like on the cool side of the room you know because they were the cool kids or whatever yeah and my desk was like next to all the um beanbags and stuff and they were sitting there and they got into an argument because i guess one of the boys called the other boy an immigrant and he got so insulted and they were like miss Cobb, uh he called me an immigrant and you know it was this big thing you know they got into an yeah. argument has, and I was like is being an immigrant really that bad like is it that big of an insult like yeah like I and I remember almost wanting to cry when I got home that day because I was like this is how people are going to see me this even how hard I try I don't think anyone's going to um see me as e- as their equal and I yes. just and the fact that they were you know the boys who are popular and douchey yeah <laughs> I just yeah I, I couldn't Chita. it was so like I don't understand like at such a young age like at that age you're what 13 years old mm-hmm. 13 years old have the concept of immigrants and of yeah. them being you know like coming into their land or whatever which is another discussion because it's yeah we know whose land it actually is yeah but I just like I it just makes me think of the the houses they come from you know yeah well and and something I noticed like when you first started off you're like it wasn't really a bad experience but like then you went on to describe like how terrible it made you feel and and that's like that's kind of how it goes right at this point it's like you get all these little things that happen that by themselves don't seem like terrible experiences and you're like okay I'm not gonna cry about this because like what like yeah I'm gonna be a wimp about it and it's like yeah these little microaggressions that you're just like um you're just like why like why is it so do-? and and um so, like something else I yeah. wanted to bring up was like um, this this idea of like like you want to fit in so bad that you basically convince yourself you're white and I don't know if this is the case for oh, everybody, but this was yes. this was me. So much through middle school, right? I had mm-hmm. um like nobody knew I was Muslim. This was before I wear I wore my hijab. Like mm-hmm. I mean, if people saw my mom or if like they were close to me, obviously I would like tell them, but I wouldn't like what like I wouldn't uh, declare it right because it was yeah. kind of something that I was just like if I said it, people are gonna call me a terrorist. I'm not. I know I wasn't equipped emotionally to deal with it when I was in middle school mm-hmm. um but I um I like I remember the first time and like I, I used to be friends with a like a bunch of people who I now know to be like very prejudiced people but because you're in middle school you don't really discuss these concepts but one time I had a friend um like she did I, she didn't know I was Muslim and excuse mm-hmm. uh this thing but she said um She's like, I literally remember it word for word. She's like, uh, I feel like a, a Muslim t- building. 
no. and now it's no. like now it's oh. like now it's like kind of funny but like at the time no no i know i just laugh at things but at the time remember how like like i um you know that like it, like chest pains that you get and heartburn i got yeah. that and it felt like a like an i literally felt like somebody took a bucket of ice water and poured it over my head and i was just like wow like uh, and 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 the thing, worst thing is, it's not like I confronted her about it. It's not like I um stopped being friends with her. I mean, now I'm not, but like that was um a friendship that continued, and and it's just like you learn to kind of be passive as a coping mechanism, but that's not necessarily the healthiest. I remember, like, I used to like like obviously I, I grew up here and I was born here. So- I don't have an accent and I went through public school here um and I like mm-hmm. I used to be like so proud of that like I'd be like yeah I'm gonna speak like people are gonna see my brown skin they're gonna see my hijab they might be scared but I'll speak to them in my uh perfect English and and like I'm gonna make them feel comfortable and it's like <laughs> but why like like why or or even certain like to this day to this day there are certain things that mm-hmm. like like the social anxiety that has that was born out of just being so ashamed all the time to this day like literally today, social anxiety shade yes yeah oh. yep like literally today my mom asked me to go uh ask one of the the uh like uh associates at a store a question I was mm-hmm. like I was, or no she said you go to that store I'm gonna go return something in the store and you ask her about uh this thing and I was like I was like no mom it's okay I'll come with you and we can go together like I actually um uh like I actually have an issue with like um um and it's not it's not like it's not like I think oh they're gonna hate me it's just it's just been become a habit right yeah, or where you don't want to and... be destructive. You don't want to be destructive in any space. Yeah, yeah, because they're like they already hate me. I don't want to give them any more reasons to hate yep. me, which is a terrible analogy. And like another story I wanted to bring up was um this was like this is what I consider like my first like um experience with racism or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like um Christmas time. Um, my cousins from Edmonton, Calgary, came over. Mm-hmm at our place and we all decided to go to calgary i'm sorry not calgary mcdonald's yeah. and, and so like you know like we were three families and each family were like five people so obviously we were a lot of people in freaking mcdonald's yeah. and um so you know oh half the people go and like me my uncle and my dad are the ones coming in last and as soon as i walk into mcdonald's these group of like teenagers or like not teenagers they were like more in their 20s like they were literally pointing at me and my dad and my uncle and they were like oh my gosh look there's more uh and laughing and they were laughing and I was I I can't even describe how I felt and then they were like um and they were saying stuff like something curry and they were like tingling-a-ling oh my god and I just Shada, I felt so angry and ashamed. The fact that, like, if that happened to me and no one was around me, then I would have been like, okay, you know, just, just ignore it, it whatever. Yeah. But the fact, yeah, but the fact that my my dad was next to me, the fact that my dad had to see me go through that, or the fact that my dad knew I saw him go yeah. through that, yeah. I just, 
and what bought what hurt me even more was that it wasn't like typical white douchey uh teenagers or you yeah. know it was a a group of like of a color like people of color and like this one white girl and um and most of them were black and I was like you know I personally I feel most comfortable in a room filled other with people of color color yeah. people yes a white people make me feel so uncomfortable but when it comes to color people there's something about it I just feel like okay. you're like they understand and- the struggle they understand the struggle exactly um i got told once by a friend had been over to my house so many times whose parents had met my parents we had like 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 close friends had had told me um that her parents were like scared they would convert her like things like that and and it was said in a joke no it was said in a joking manner but in my head i was like Number one, I literally never talk about my religious beliefs with anybody because I don't believe in, 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 I don't, I don't think that I should like, why should I force that on anybody? Everybody's free to choose what they want to believe. Number mm-hmm. two, you, my parents have been like nothing but kind to you. Why? And like, why would you say that? It's, it's, or subtle, like just subtle things. Like when they bring in the family, something just ticks off in me. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. Or, or, or being told, being told, like, you're not Canadian. Like, like I've been told that like, much more times than I can count. And it's literally not that big of a deal. Like, I, like, I don't care. But it's just like, it's like, yes, I am. I am Canadian. I'm also Libyan. Not, like, it's, it's just, it's frustrating. Like, you. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, and yeah, it really, it, like, you start thinking about it. And you get, like, it gets you riled up. I mean, it's me riled up. Yeah. No, yeah, and like Shada, there was a point in my life like even bringing religion yes. into this is a, is a huge other layer and I remember Shada thinking uh, like in my initial like when I you know in the beginning when I came over and I was like noticing these things and how people were looking at us differently or you know the fact that they couldn't just un- like my accent was such a barrier between people just to even ask for a sandwich, yeah. you know? I just like it made me want to like never come out of my never talk to anybody and I remember thinking like because you know like in Abu Dhabi or Dubai or whatever you know there were a majority of the population is Muslim you know and like and like it's so normal there like you know like that is Mm -hmm. like like any religion like Hindu or Muslim or Sikh or whatever it's just so normal and it's so like part of everyone's life that no one like like looks at, take a second look or anything in here it's completely yeah. different and I remember thinking about that and I remember telling myself I am so lucky I mm-hmm. am Christian so I don't have to go through any more than I already do and I was so ashamed for thinking that because I was like those are my brothers and sisters yeah. who you know still have the face well that kind of it's stuff. the same and thing I- with me with like me being like thank god I like I I can speak perfect English because then I can make the white people feel more comfortable it's the same thing it's like it's like in your head you're you're weighing like your negatives and your positives and, and you're just like well um I'm brown or like oh I used to have a problem with people comparing the uh, uh, tans with tan in quotation marks because this is not a tan. This is my actual. <laughs> I don't 
they'd be like they'd come back from their trip to Hawaii or whatever they'd be like oh my god it's as dark as you no Shada you have no freaking idea they used to use me like some kind of scale some (laughs) kind of measure it's like literally they would compare their hands like they'd come back from mexico and be like oh my gosh look i'm almost as dark as you i was like oh my gosh look i'm darker than you and i was like okay congratulations good for you you get praised for that i on the other hand that is what holds me back and you know in my for in other people's yeah. eyes like exactly like exactly you see them, like, yeah yeah no but they you see a white tan person darker than me they are literally like epitome of beauty. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, beautified is a word, yeah. but that like it's just the double standards are re- crazy. Like if they do it, it's fine. If I do it or you do it or any person of color does it, it's not fair. Also, Shada. also, it's, like it's just don't compare your tan to my skin color, please. <laughs> like it's not a compliment, no. or it's somewhere. It's like a. It's like a. In, I don't it's even a know. backhanded it's just... compliment. Yeah, I, it is a back. The amount of backhanded compliments I get, or like you know, like um, people like commenting <laughs> on my accent when you to be a hater. Like, I love your yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh You're my like, gosh, okay. That's not okay. Like, I don't know what you're trying to get out of this, but it's not okay. No, for real. They're like, you're so pretty for a dirty, disgusting immigrant. <laughs> and, yeah, what, and I'm supposed to say, oh my gosh, thank, thank you. you. Oh my gosh, that's so kind of you. No, for real. Like, like it's it's those kind of compliments. But yeah, just take it take it as a as a rule of thumb. Don't don't compare your skin color to ours, please. Please, please, I beg of you, please don't come up to me. Ask me to roll up my sleeve and you know, touch my arm just so you can freaking compare skin yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah. Go Google some <laughs> shades of brown <laughs> compared to Yeah, literally, I am not your human. No, 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 for real, for real. Yeah, I think yeah, if there's yeah. anything you're gonna take out of this episode, don't compare skin colors with with a, a, a brown person or a person of colors. Okay, and we're we're good to go. Um, Very good. So do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so my name is Falza Farouk. I am a junior in high school at the moment. I live in Virginia, and I also have a podcast called Hijabi Shirt Coffee Too. It's where I talk about a lot of the problems that a lot of hijabis face. And not only that, I feel like I express myself through that as well. I just talk about a lot of random stuff too. So I guess that's my way of expression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like that. Um, I, Like that's a good segue into uh, kind of the next point where it's like, what inspired you to start your podcast? So I used to listen to podcasts all the time. I used to sit in bed and just like listen to them. And there was one specific um, person I used to li- listen to. His name was Omar Noman and his uh, and his um, podcast was called Bedduk. And if you don't know what that means, that means a dining room. Like Bedduk mm-hmm. means a dining room. So he would talk about a lot of like, he would never, his podcast wasn't very specific to a certain goal or something. He would just talk about 
things that he believed in, you know? And I used to love that. I was like, wow, he just talks about whatever he wants to. Like, I'm going to do that too, you know? And so um, he's a YouTuber too, but I used to just, um, I used to watch both like his YouTube, um, YouTube uh, videos and his podcast. I used to listen to those. And it's really cool. Like he even like talks about um, a lot of the things that he used to do in like his day-to-day life, which like affected him. And he would just, he would literally take you through what his mind was going through, which was kind of cool. Like, you know, and so that was my initial, initial inspiration. So, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I'm also an avid podcast listener. Rebecca knows this too. I, I love listening to podcasts and that was kind of uh, a thing for me too, where we had, like, we always FaceTime and we always have like these really interesting conversations and we're like, why can we like not share this with other people, right? Um, and yeah, okay. Whenever Shannon and I talk, like our conversations get really deep, or you know, they it just we talk about so many different things. And when we both would listen to podcasts at that time, and we were like, "Well, podcasts was something that we're really into," and so we were like, "Why don't we make our own podcast? Why don't we share with?" other people you know one of our conversations because i swear to god like the conversations we have the things we talk about our point of view sometimes just scare me you know other people have to get to experience this too no it's it's so funny because we're like typically like really jokey people but then it's like sometimes we get into like a, a a certain topic and like we it's like really insightful stuff that we say and i'm like wow okay that's pretty cool yeah you don't even realize what your own brain is capable of at times yeah yeah honestly honestly but um yeah I mean and and like something I uh, I listened to a a few episodes of your podcast which I love by the way everybody go listen to it um (laughs) but uh you you have you kind of uh talk a lot about um your experiences of being a hijabi of being a muslim really uh in this modern modern day world and and you also talk with your friends about that stuff so maybe you can like tell us a little bit about that and just uh yeah just talk about your experiences and then um yeah okay all right um so (laughs) real quick all right um so I think um, when it really hit me that, like, I was Muslim and I was hijabi, like, I remember, so uh, at our school, we started this uh, equity council thing um, last week, and it was, like, the first meeting last week, and that was the first time I think I actually um, talked about, like, with other people in real life, you know, people who would actually meet about um, things like that, like, about my hijab and being Muslim, and so, like, I was the only one on the council that wore hijab, but there were, like, other Muslims on the council, too, but, like, I was the only one who was obviously representing in that sense, so one of the questions our, um, one of the counselors who was, like, in the meeting with us, she was asking me questions about, like, how, why we joined, and, like, um, like, why do you think it's important to talk about equity, especially at a school level, you know, and that's, like, it reminded me that, like, the reason, like, like, a lot of, uh, when we look at hijabis, right, you, not a lot of people notice, like, I know this is really weird, but a lot of people don't think we're Muslim, like, they don't know that hijab stands for, like, being Muslim, like, even some of my friends, have yeah. to me, they're like, oh, do you want, are you going to church this weekend, and I was like, uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, <laughs> wait, like, yeah, dude asked me like, do you need a ride? And I was like, no, I'm good. I like, I, I was like, I, I was like, I don't know how to tell them like yeah. I'm Muslim. Like, yeah, how am I, like you know. 
I was talking on that council, they were asking about why, you know, a lot of, and then I talked about how, like, the hardships that I face as a Muslim, you know, and, like, how when I went to, so I grew up in an Islamic school, I went to an Islamic school for, like, nine years, so, like, from pre-K all the way up until sixth grade, I was there, Mm -hmm. and then um, I moved, and then I ended up going to a public school, and I started wearing hijab also outside and, like, in front of other people who weren't Muslim. So I guess that's when it finally hit me that like, oh my God, I'm different. Like, you know, like I have to be, it's not only like represent, like I was trying to find out who I was as a person and Mm -hmm. also try to represent at the same time, which is kind of hard because like, I was like, there was internal like problems and then external problems and it was just like overwhelming, you know? And uh, like, especially like in seventh grade. So seventh grade was the last year I spent in the U.S. And then after that, we moved to um, Pakistan mm-hmm. for three years. And um, so when I like in seventh grade, it was a, a lot of people used to say things to me. I remember one time I sat at the back of the bus, usually because well, our middle school was like seven and eighth grade. Only. Yeah. So we used to, I used to like the seventh graders all used to sit in the front of the bus because, you know, all the eighth graders used to sit at the back. Yeah, yeah. So one day, like, I came to the bus late or something, and there wasn't a spot in the front. So I went and I sat at the back, and there was this really nice girl who sat next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was an eighth grader, too. And she was, like, she saw that I was kind of scared. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I have to sit back here now? Yeah. And so she was, like, like I asked her if I could sit next to her, and I, I sat down. And so we were going home, obviously. And so there was a bunch of boys, like, they kept making noise and, like, you know, and then it just got quiet all of a sudden and then I felt someone pull my hijab like literally like go like this and then uh-huh. I turned around and then I was like who was that you know like I didn't say anything I just turned around and I was like oh my god yeah and then my friend well not my friend but the girl who was sitting next to me she was like it's okay they're gonna be stupid just turn back around and I at that moment I think I realized that the, the, the reason that they probably might have pulled my hijab was because they wanted some sort of reaction and I felt like maybe if I didn't give that reaction like it wouldn't have caused much of a chaos, you know yeah. what I mean? Although, like, I just, it would just, it, it made me feel horrible. Like, yeah. I just, you know, but then I just kind of was like, okay, you know, whatever. And then I just went home. I don't think anyone knows. I don't even think my mom knows about that one. yeah see that like that's just that's just the thing right where it's like you don't you don't want to give a reaction but also it just feels terrible to not be able to do anything about it right you feel helpless and I think um like I personally started wearing it uh uh, in grade nine so right as I was going into high school and like I thankfully I didn't really have any uh, uh like outward obviously I got stares like that's just that's just yeah. bound to happen well, yeah um but it wasn't like um it wasn't like I mean I've people have made comments but you do your best to ignore it um mm-hmm. but it yeah it and and I think like and I don't know if this was the same for you but for me wearing the hijab like kind of forced me to like uh uh like fully ac- accept like my identity as a Muslim because before like I went to public school uh like grade two and onward so it's just like um before I was kind of (laughs) like like I didn't really like I knew I was Muslim but it's not like I didn't tell anybody about it like it wasn't just it wasn't really any like it wasn't a huge part of my identity but then it's like once you become this representation for the group you kind of are forced to like accept it and I think and and I think just um like last episode we kind of talked about like politics and Trump a lot and we were talking about just like how common like certain like hatred has become not just for muslims but for all minorities like um in this day and age 
like just being a person of color is a big enough target on your back sometimes. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, onto something more fun. We have a yeah. segment of on each episode called hot takes, where we give our a hot take is just like a controversial opinion. Um, and this week's uh, hot take topic is celebrity crush hot takes. So okay. do you have any like, I don't know, maybe you have a celebrity crush, maybe you have somebody that you think is overrated, but do you want to give your hot take on this? Sure. Um, I'm thinking. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Uh, I don't know. I I've been like a huge Billy fan for the past four years, so yeah. she's my low key crush. Like if I ever meet her, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay, so welcome to the best segment um, <laughs> of each episode, uh, Hot Takes. What's our topic for this week's Hot Takes? Celebrity crushes. Yeah, um, so we put out an Instagram story asking for um, um, our like followers' hot takes, and we actually got like quite a few responses, so we're going to be reading yeah. them off and giving our quick... Um, commentary on them yeah so first one is from uh clara who mm-hmm. says uh cillian murphy hard eyes um i don't know who that is who I think, is she <laughs> i i think it's i think it's potentially the guy okay yeah so it's the guy who plays the scarecrow in in batman oh okay. i have no opinions <laughs> okay <laughs> next uh nolly says laura harrier Harrier and Keanu Reeves. I know Keanu. I don't Keanu. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I struggle with that name so hard. L- Laura, what's her name? Laura Hair Harry Harrier? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Laura But what is she Okay, so she's an actress. What is she Well, I mean, I don't have any opinions on this. I don't either. like Oh, she's pretty. Them. She is pretty. Okay. Um then. Clara also says Harry Styles. We got a couple Harry Styles. So my hot take, I'll just introduce my hot take right now. Uh, I think Harry Styles is overrated. Um, not that I hate the guy. I just, like, I don't really get it. Um, I don't love his music. Uh, I also don't, I just don't find him that good looking. I don't know. I think he's kind of average. Hey, Harry Styles? Yeah. Okay, I was, I like, I like, he, it just... He's a nice human. That's why people like him. And the fact okay. that he's like cute, you know, like and he sings and he has good style or whatever. Like he's just <laughs> genuinely happy, nice man. I mean, so I, I can, I yeah. Because like, okay, I can understand that. It's so hard to get like uncomplicated, like um, celebrities. Yeah, like everyone has yeah. so much baggage and history. Like this, she's just simple. I okay. I still, I still think he's overrated, but like I can. I so, I totally agree, but, but next next take is um, AOC hard eyes. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Five one. times to the moon and back. Okay. Um. Uh, another one is from Asha, who says Timothy Chalamet is not hot, and neither is Draco. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> I love her. Yes. 
I have to agree with that too. Um, Sag says Michael B. Jordan is very intimidating and gives off colorist vibes. Interesting. Um, I don't find him intimidating. I don't. I also don't know about like colorist vibes. I mean, you don't. You never know. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't have an opinion on yeah, that. Yeah, very interesting. I'm, I've never heard someone say that before. Okay, this is my favorite hot take. Wait, can um, I? Okay, you go. <laughs> Ikmat says Chris Cuomo. Oh my um, god. For oh. anybody who doesn't know, um, I am in love with all of the anchors on CNN. I love them, especially Chris Cuomo. Especially Chris Cuomo. And you know what's funny? Ikmat is like one of my best friends, right? And she she made it a point to like send me TikToks just so I could stay on CNN TikTok and freaking Shada <laughs> and Ikmat were bonding over that without me. I was like, I was not res- not invited to this. And she, yep. she yep. obsessed with Chris Kumo as well. Cuomo. Like, Cuomo. No, it's Kumo. It's-, it's literally not. His dad was the governor of New York and his brother is the current governor of New York. No, the name Shada, is- just let me have this. Oh, oh my god, I hate that. Um, anyways, anyways, um, Kylie says that fictional people are better than real people. Yes, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, somebody says Dua Lipa is hot. Yeah, she deserves to be made fun of so much, unless there was really bad, unless there was a really bad scandal with her, in which case I take it back, LMAO. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, some of her songs are good. I don't know. Uh, somebody says Harry Styles is literally perfection. He's talented and always TPWK. Uh, treat people with kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Again, I do. I just. I. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and then lastly, my neighbor Jenna, who is obsessed with <laughs> Harry Styles, in all caps lock. Harry Styles is not overrated. Oh my um, gosh, he totally is. He's a nice human being. He's like so unproblematic. Um, yeah. But also, that was not last take. I still have mine, and there's one more of Ikmat's I want to bring up. Okay. Ikmat's What's a- yours? Okay, Ikmat says, um, "Chris Evans is the sweetest person." Omg. Omg. <laughs> well. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> Stop. She tried her best, but do you agree? I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> um, but yeah, it... I mean, shut up. No. Okay, I'm no. sorry. Literally, all of them Stop look the talking same. To me. They all look the Shada. same. Listen, Chris Evans is the most beautiful, down to earth, nicest, sweetest, kindest, beautifulest, talented person on freaking planet of the apes of the earth like he is an amazing <laughs> person with great personality shada and moving on just so we don't run a run short on time i just have to say my hot take which is mm-hmm. i think the hottest person on freaking earth is sasha baron cohen no <laughs> no 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 but even better, no you think his character is the hottest no, Borat, like the character Borat with the mustache. Stop, oh that's actually, God. no, no. That is actually a good hot take, but it's it's not a good take. No, Shada, I literally, I find him so, uh, okay, 
I can't. Okay. I, Elon <laughs> Musk. I freaking I can't. No, not Elon Musk. Yes. I don't care if he's problematic shit. Just let me have it. He's so pro. Oh my god. I I will never understand no, why you're stop, an Elon Musk stop. stan. It's like me saying I'm a Jeff Bezos oh, stan. Who? Jeff Bezos. You love Jeff They're literally Bezos. on the same level. No, Jeff Bezos is like disgusting nastiness. But he's no, no, no. But so is so. Elon Musk. Yeah, and they both are attractive, but like Elon Musk has everything. They're not attractive. <laughs> no, I'm saying they're on the same level of terrible because they're both yeah, greedy, they're both exploitative CEOs. Oh my gosh. That is, that's definitely a hot take. Um, One that I can't, I will never understand why you're an Elon Musk stan. But, I, okay. No, I don't I, want you to understand it. I'm happy living my life like this, Shada. Thank you very I, much. I want to mention this final hot take. Uh, I just thought of it. But I think we can both agree. Like, f- favorite celebrity, Arabian Prince, J. True. <laughs> you- oh my gosh. <laughs> If only they casted him in Aladdin. As like, Aladdin. Are you kidding me? He, he had the looks. He had the yeah. costume. He had the exact skin tone. He, I know. He really nailed the skin tone. Um. I <laughs> yep. 100% agree. Couldn't agree more. Coffee One Likes Cola is hosted by Rebecca Avaluli and me, Shada Abarawi. A big thank you to this week to our special guest, Falza from Hijabi's Drink Coffee 2. Check out her podcast and you can also find her on Instagram uh, with the same at. Also, a big thank you to Fatima Amboke, our social media coordinator, Vishwan Mohindi, our episode editor, and Indira Brower, the digital artist for One Likes Coffee One Likes Cola. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at OLC underscore podcast to get to know our team better. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a good review. And we hope to see you next episode. Bye.